listening to Escapist Cast Extra, an abbreviated podcast on the subject of role-playing advocacy. Escapist Cast Extra comes to you from theescapist.com, a website devoted to role-playing advocacy in all of its forms, including educating the public about what role-playing games are and what they're not, bringing new players into the hobby, bringing the next generation into the hobby, promoting role-playing games in schools and libraries, encouraging gamers and game companies to become involved in charity, and a whole lot more. My name is Bill and I'm your host. If you'd like to know more about gaming advocacy, be sure to visit www.theescapist.com and you can also listen to the full podcast at theescapist.com slash escapistcast. This episode's topic is role-playing in the library. I'm sure most of you listening to this know where your local public library is. You've probably visited it several times in the past but you may not have thought of it as a place that would be great to get together with other people to do some role-playing. There just happens to be a section on the Escapist website called Terra Libris, the RPG Library Project. You can find that at theescapist.com slash library. And there you'll find a lot of information, even a few ideas and inspirations on how to get involved in gaming groups at your local library. Libraries are great places for role-playing groups to meet, First off, the libraries love the attention. It gets people in the door, makes them aware of the library and other library programs and facilities. It also happens to be a great neutral ground to meet new people. When you're getting together with other people that you haven't met before, it's always great to meet them on neutral ground rather than at your home or at their home. A library is a perfect place for that. It's a great place for playing RPGs with young people. Libraries love to have youth programming, and they're always looking for volunteers for such things. If you're a librarian or a library volunteer or a teacher even, or even just for fun, you can do sneaky acts of education. You can make your players research topics or find clues in books that are found right there in the library. Now, of course, there is some arrangement, some preparation that needs to be done. I'm not suggesting that you just go into your local library with all your rowdy buddies and plunk down your Senzar books and start having a raucous adventure right there. You will need to contact your local library, see if they're open to having you in as a gaming group, see if they would like you to volunteer for possibly running some adventure games for young people. When you're thinking about what sort of adventure you'd like to run at a library, a thing to consider is what is currently popular both in books and other forms of media. The best way to get people to sign up for your program is to run something that has a lot of current interest. As we're all aware right now, the Twilight books are very popular, so perhaps you could organize a vampire RPG event. The Harry Potter books are always popular as well, so you could run something in a similar vein using Witch Girl Adventures, which is an RPG that's coming out very soon, or the old Redhurst Academy of Magic RPG that Human Head put out a few years ago. And of course, there are always the old standbys. You could always run Dungeons and Dragons. There's always interest for that, or any of the popular commercial or indie games that are available. There's another resource on The Escapist, a section devoted to role-playing with young people called the Young Persons Adventure League. You can find that at theescapist.com slash YPAL. One section of that project is an extensive list of RPGs that are great to play with kids. So if you're looking for ideas, you can check through that list. Or if you can't think of any good ideas, then ask your local librarian. I'm sure they have some suggestions that you could definitely work with. 
we can expect to see role-playing in libraries pick up quite a bit thanks to something that has happened very recently with the American Library Association. They have recently announced they will be giving away 10 $5,000 grants to libraries that wish to develop and implement literacy gaming services for young people. Now, this includes all kinds of gaming, not just role-playing, video games, board games, card games, but it is an excellent opportunity to get involved with role-playing programs in libraries. If you're a librarian and you're interested, you should see about applying for a grant. If you're a volunteer, you should let your library definitely know about these grants. You can find out more at librarygamingtoolkit.org. Last November, the American Library Association hosted National Gaming Day at Your Library, in which libraries all across the country were encouraged to participate in various gaming activities. 617 libraries registered with the ALA for National Gaming Day, and the vast majority of those, almost 600, reported back. In those libraries that reported back, over 1,100 participants played Magic the Gathering or Dungeons & Dragons. I'm hoping this year we can get a better number. I'm also hoping to see some division this year between Magic and D&D, and at least get a number that we can beat each year. Judging from the success that they had with the previous National Gaming Day at your library, I'm willing to bet the ALA will continue that tradition this year, so be sure to look for that this November. That's about all the time I have for this episode. If the subject has interested you and you'd like to get involved in role-playing at your library, be sure to check out the Terra Libris Project at theescapist.com slash library. There you'll find links to the Terra Libris discussion group, links to articles and blogs and news items related to gaming and specifically role-playing in libraries, and even a schedule of role-playing events happening at libraries all over the country. Maybe you'll find one near you, or maybe you'll find someone you can talk to to get ideas from. And that just about wraps it up for this installment of Double E Escapist Cast Extra. If you like what you hear, you can try the full podcast on for size, and that can be found at theescapist.com slash escapistcast. Be sure to visit theescapist.com for all your role-playing advocacy needs and see how you can get involved in making the world a better place for gamers. If you're interested in rebroadcasting this show in your podcast or on your streaming station, you're free to do so as long as you keep the episode intact and unchanged. And if you do, please let me know about it at rpgadvocate.com at gmail.com. Until next time, keep your dice dry, tip the pizza guy, and take your kid gaming.